Have you finished your biscuit? Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is the podcast of opposites, where we discuss the opposite of things that don't have a natural opposite. Like last week, we did a, what's the opposite of a tortoise? I'm Simon. What? You can't just say what's the opposite of a tortoise and leave us hanging, Simon. Well, you'd have to listen to last week's episode to find out, wouldn't you? Oh! Don't, if people are listening out of order, I don't want to ruin it for people. Well, that is true. They might be listening out of order. People do that, especially if they haven't worked out how to do their iTunes app very well and their podcast apps and stuff. Exactly. Anyway, who the hell yeah, are you? I don't know. I think I'm Izzy. I'm not sure yet. You are Izzy. So, I, well, we need to decide who goes first. How are we going to decide who goes first this week? I will uh, pick up a random thing, and it is a biscuit wrapper. Yes. For Fox's milk chocolate and caramel flavour rounds. Right. Salted caramel flavour rounds. And you have to guess the calories per biscuit okay is this just an excuse for you to have another biscuit if you get it within 20 calories you go first per biscuit how many yeah 68 that simon is 19 calories out which means you win yeah it's actually 87 calories what biscuits 87 yeah but that's like what biscuits are 68 calories that's like not a biscuit that's just like fluff Like, like a nice biscuit or a nice biscuit or whatever they're called yeah but i said they were chocolate and caramel well, that's true. Okay. Well, I don't know, do I? Anyway, I've won. That is the main thing. Okay. So I would like to know, what is the opposite of theatre? Theatre. And remember to show you're working. Okay. So a theatre is a place mm-hmm. that you go to um, to watch either. I'm usually there to perform, but in a theatre with a load of technicians going, what, just a microphone? What? But... um. It's a place where you gather and you look at things. Is a theatre a Greek word? Is this is this a, a Greek word? Yeah, ancient. I don't really it's an know. Ancient thing. The last time I was in the theatre, we were sat on the front row, you and me, weirdly, and we watched in trepidation as an old man oh, yes. staggered towards the front of the stage. This is the very opening of the, of the play yes. we watched. And you saw his very opening, didn't you? We sir? did. He took off his robe and stood there with his wang right in our face for five minutes. I'm going to ask you now: Do you mean theatre, as in the art of theatre, or as in the building? I think I mean the art of theatre. Oh wow! So it is using live performers and on a stage. Does it have to be on a stage? Well, yeah, that is just usually. like because because the, then you've got Shakespeare going. The whole world's a theatre or something, the and whole we world have got is players. A stage. Oh, okay. Right. So it's people pretending, usually, to be other people. Yes. Yes, but don't we do that all the time? Oh, see, now that's profound, isn't it? Exactly. This is the problem. You pretended that your biscuits didn't have as much calories in them as they do. Now, according to Aaron Sorkin... Right. If you've got a website, there are two types. There are two types of script. No, I don't. There are two types of scripts. There are musicals and non-musicals. Yes. There's no comedy, tragedy. It's only musical and non-musical. So we talk about musical theatre. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know much about musical theatre. So I've seen the the, the musical theatre Five Guys Named Mo. Saw that in Plymouth when I was young. And that's the only musical theatre I've ever seen, I think. I like old Greek theatres. There's one down in Penzance that they've, they've like carved out. I don't, I don't think that was an old greek theater as well. what about surgeons theater 
Well, yes, yeah. We, I mean, we could be talking about the 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 building or the art of it, or as you say, other uses for it. So it's somewhere where people watch surgery. Somewhere. No, where... no. You see, you've got too much. There's too much going on in this thing. So we've got the art of theatre. We've got surgery. We've got the performance of everything, and we've got the buildings themselves. Yes. Do cinemas count? No, they're cinemas. Then I will say the opposite is a cinema. No. no Why? No, no. I know like we should be doing like the, the improvisational yes and, but yes and, I don't think the cinema is the opposite of a theatre. I'd say I Why? would say probably it's it's an extension of theatre, except we So just... I said that and you said no. Well, then I've changed my mind. You're just a douche, and I think that's the first time I've ever called anybody a douche. I think it probably is, yeah. I've only ever learnt the word douche to mean to shout in French where it wasn't a swear word no so uh, masks they wear masks sometimes in theatres yeah I'd say the opposite of a theatre is possibly something when you're on your own and you're doing some maths but <laughs> maybe I mean I was just thinking then that if theatre is the artifice of life mm-hmm. then life must be the opposite of theatre. No, because the whole world's a stage and we're only players. Okay. So then nothing can be the opposite of theatre. Well, exactly, but there has to be an opposite of theatre, otherwise the whole point of our podcast explodes. Well, no, but the the answer could be nothing. Like, literally nothing. I still think it might be maths. Maths. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but nothing is the epitome of maths. Well, I'm trying to work out, you know, how they try and make, you know, how they try and make drama of of things that people do, and it never works because it's very difficult to make software engineering exciting. I disagree. You should watch the uh, TV show Halt and Catch Fire, which is okay. an amazing example of making really weird esoteric stuff incredibly dramatic. The trick is, if you want to know from the writer's point of view, that you make the characters care about what they care about, and then you care. If you care about the characters and they care about it, that is how you make people care. Because Gene Roddenberry was really worried during the second series of Star Trek, the original series, that no one liked Kirk because everyone was really into Spock at that point. And he wrote a letter to J.P. Farrell asking for her advice on how to make Kirk much more likeable. And she said, have him rescue Spock and have him care about Spock. So there you go. The opposite, I think you're right, though. No, so, so hang on, hang on, hang on. It's going to be something that nobody cares about. So is it you? No, not the opposite of everything can be me. I think you're right. I think maths is the opposite of... It's either nothing people or care about. It's what people care about, that, though. It's going to be something nobody cares about. Yeah, no, but not everyone cares about theatre. They do, because theatre's everything, apparently, according to you. <laughs> according to Shakespeare. I'm not, not, not claiming that I'm Shakespeare. We Bloody am I? I think this is too broad a series of topics. No, no, I agree with you. I think it's either nothing or maths. Or everything. Or everything. We'll, we'll put all three down. Nothing, maths, or everything. <laughs> It's the opposite of theatre. I think it might be like animals. No, because all the world's a stage, is he? As you say, we'll, yeah. we'll put the three things down: nothing, maths, or everything. <laughs> That's in the book now. What What am I going to have to decide is the opposite of something? I still say that animals would have been a better answer because, because like when a tree falls in the forest and there isn't nobody there, is it still theatre? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what am I doing? See, I did have one, but I don't know if it's going to be a good one after that. But we could do it because I thought it'd be a silly one to do. But I don't think you know anything about this. So do it, I'll do go it, for a... do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm intrigued now. I want to know what it is. It's a frigate bird. A frigate bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Educate me on what is a frigate bird. 
What? If you've never seen them. <laughs> or is that a really bad line from a terrible porno set in yeah. London? <laughs> well, they're a seabird. Yeah. But they live in tropical and subtropical oceans and they look really cool because they look like, what are those other birds? They look a bit like other birds. Puffins? <laughs> they're black. No, 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 no. They've got the long hook beak. They've got a long like, beak with a little hook at the end of it and they're black. But then they've got this bright red chest, puffins. which is all balloony and puffy. Sounds like Not puffins. puffins. No, puffins have got a big parrot-like beak, haven't they? They've got a bill like that. Yeah, this has got cool. a long, thin one like a seagull, but it's grey. Okay. You get them in California, and you get them in Australia, but not not Melbourne because that's too cold. But you get them all over like Indonesia stuff and the Galapagos Islands. They're seasonally monogamous and they nest colonially. Are they named after the boat, or is the boat named after them? I'm not sure. Okay. And why did you pick a frigate bird? Where did this come from? Because in my head, I woke up with the word frigate, and I couldn't work out what it was. And when I googled a frigate, frigate bird was the first thing that came up. Right, okay. So I thought, that seems like a good one. And then I regretted it after hearing your one, which is theatre. I thought this would be far too specific. No, 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 I like it. I like I like knowing, okay. learning about something I don't know about. The females have white underbellies and males have the I wanted little... to say underpants then. That I would know. Have been brilliant. But why would women wear underpants? They wear knickers. No, they don't. The females have white underbellies and males have a distinctive red gullar pouch, which they inflate during the breeding season. <gasps> it's the red thing I told you about. Oh, I want a gullar pouch. Everybody should want a gullar pouch. It's basically throat skin. Well, I've got throat skin. I just can't well, inflate exactly. it. You can't inflate it and it's not a different colour. But they're not the only birds to have these because pelicans obviously have the best ones because you can keep stuff in it. Cormorants which is the bird I was thinking of earlier that it looks a bit like, but it's got this red thing. It often has a coloured one, but in frigate birds, the gullar skin is used dramatically. During courtship display, the male forces air into the sack, causing it to inflate over a period of 20 minutes. So he's basically prancing around going, look at my big red sack, look at my big exactly. red sack. What and you can't huge. see when I'm doing that is I'm actually miming his wings as I do it. Ah, look at my nice. big red sack. Look at what, exactly. I'd like to get a and they, for that. Unlike blue-footed boobies, <laughs> right? They only lay one egg. Why do you do blue-footed boobies? Because it'd be too easy. Because oh. blue-footed boobies, they lay two eggs. Hans. Boobies. And then, and then the one blue-footed booby baby, when they hatch, kills the other blue-footed booby baby. So is a blue-footed booby baby the opposite of a frigate bird? I don't think so. Okay, so all of that, now I've got all of that, I have to decide. They're similar in, in size to blue-footed booby. Their wingspan can be up to 2.3 metres. Big. Big. big, yeah, yeah. and they have the largest wing area to body weight of any bird. And what is also quite nice is that the picture on Wikipedia of one is called the Magnificent Frigate Bird. Magnificent Frigate Bird. That sounds like a really terrible children's TV show from the seventies. Imagine a cormorant with a massive red scrotum attached under its beak. <laughs> So I've got to think of something that hasn't got a massive red scrotum under its beak. Or something which has a massive green scrotum. I was thinking while she were saying this, is it's going to be some sort of snake. Because snakes have no wingspan, they don't have gullet pouches, mm. they lay eggs, they don't fly. So it's some sort of snake, but I don't know enough types of snakes. So a white snake. White snake, the band, white snake. It should be the band, <laughs> white snake. I just want to also say, for those interested, there is a Christmas frigate bird. <laughs> 
from the Christmas Islands. Oh yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not wrapped up in paper. So is White Snake the opposite of a frigate bird? I'm trying to think of a reason why it wouldn't be. It could be that they um they they <sighs> You can't think of a reason, can you? I can't. I'm no. just trying to think. Do they do white snake feed on flying fish? Black Sabbath eat the heads of doves, don't they? That's true. Do so, they also eat squid? So Black Sabbath is probably the opposite of White Snake. So no. White Snake is must be the opposite of a frigate bird. Must be <laughs> by my own logic. I definitely think it's White Snake. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Although frigate birds are renowned for their kleptoparasitic feeding behaviour, kleptoparasitism is not thought to play a significant part in the diet of any species, and instead a supplement to food obtained by hunting. What's kleptoparasitism? Is it stealing other people's food? I think it's literally a form of feeding which one animal takes prey or food from another that it is taught. That's so, literally yeah. what I just said. <laughs> It's literally what you just I said. I don't think anyone in White Snake. I don't even know who's in White Snake. Oh, but this is this is what makes them similar to White Snake. Frigate birds are unusual among seabirds, and they often carry blood parasites. I thought you were going to say you often play lead guitar in a heavy metal fashion. Yeah, Never mind. That would be... White Snake is the opposite of a frigate bird. I'm saying. I'm, I'm declaring it. It's in the book. So we need to pick a random one. Now, okay. listeners of this week's Sunday Supplement, our other podcast, will know that I found a, a drawer full of old magazines this week. Yeah, which is just bizarre, the fact that you have a, mag- a drawer in your house which hasn't been open for 22 years. <laughs> They're from 1993, these magazines. 23 years. We'll do the issue 31 of TV Zone, which is... Why would you keep that? June 1992, in fact. So pick a page between 1 and Jesus. 31. And Nobody we'll, was alive we'll then, Simon. <laughs> you weren't, certainly. So let's pick page 15. 15. Oh, the first thing I see on page 15 is the Claws of Axos. <laughs> but we're not doing the opposite of the Claws of Axos. Um, it's <laughs> Doctor Who, basically. It's a story of Doctor Who. It's all Doctor okay. Who on this page. So do you want to do the opposite of Doctor Who? The obvious opposite of Doctor Who is James Bond, but we can't have that because it's Michael Palin. Yes, but we have decided the opposite of one thing can also be the opposite of something no, else. No, we haven't. We, we have. have not decided that. You, you, you decided defi- that. You definitely decided it. And then I did not retracted definitely it decide that. I, I think you're an idiot. Okay. By the way, if you look up the word theatre in Google Images, you get a picture of cartoon theatre and it says the pebble and the penguin, which apparently is all you need to know about theatre. Anyway, what was the question? Doctor Who, the opposite. It's got to be someone who doesn't regenerate but can travel. So I know who it is. Who? It's Marty McFly. Now I've just got the music stuck in my head. <laughs> Surely it's the doc because no, no, Mike no, no, is no. more like the opposite of because he's just uh, he all he is is a Doctor Who girl is Mike McFly. Well, that's why he's the opposite. Doc is Doctor Who, isn't he? He's like the mad scientist who's built a time machine into a weird everyday object, like Doctor Who did, right? I know Tardis is a groan on Gallifrey, but when it first started, he was an inventor or something. I can't remember. An old man who just told his niece to shut up all the time. Basically, yeah. So I do, I do think Martin McFly, he travels through time, but he doesn't understand how it works. He's not an alien. He All he wants to do is get home. He doesn't want to go travelling and exploring. And he knows Biff Tannen. And anyone who knows Biff Tannen must be the opposite of Doctor Who. Well, Biff is Donald Trump, isn't he? 
Biff in the alternative 1985 is Donald Trump, yes. The second alternative 1985, the dystopian 1985. Yeah. I, I think it's Marty McFly. If you can dispute this, I would like to hear your reasoning. Okay, well, let's put it this way. They're both boys and therefore boring. They both travel through time and therefore the same thing. I mean, what you want is you want somebody who's just frozen in time. So I say it's Han Solo when he's just frozen by the oh, doodad. Oh, yeah. No, you might be right, actually. Han Solo frozen in carbonite. Yeah. Because he's just stuck. He's going yeah. nowhere. Nothing's happening. But he's still in a sci-fi adventure thing. Well, no. I know that Star Wars isn't science fiction. Stop being geeks at me. What? I know these things. Why isn't it science fiction? It's not science fiction. It's science fantasy. But what about the mitochondrial doodah thing? Don't... <laughs> let's not get let's not get involved in why isn't that why isn't that sci-fi <laughs> it's just science fantasy i would suggest why just, no got... i'm not getting into this argument with you it's because the force is magic i suppose which means it's, it's fantasy. exactly there are all sorts of reasons but it's there's science there's it's got like spaceships <laughs> well i right. just i just think one like I agree with you. Han Solo, frozen in carbonite, is the opposite of Doctor Who. I think you're right. I think that is correct. But why is it more opposite than Marty McFly? Because he's stuck in time. Yeah. He's stuck in a fixed point in time. Yeah. I agree with you. For him, time is not happening. Exactly. And he's... No bow ties. And no bow ties or fezzes or tiby-wimey, blobbly-wobbly... Right, so there we go. We have decided that the opposite of theatre is maths, nothing, everything. We have decided that the opposite of the frigate bird is white snake. Yeah. And we've decided that the opposite of Doctor Who, courtesy of a 1992 TV Zone magazine, is Han Solo. If you want to join the conversation, please do visit our Facebook group, visit our website, setisopo.com, S-E-T-I-S-O-P-P-O.com, or leave us a review on iTunes. That would be brilliant. Any help you can give us financially, click our PayPal button on the website, and that will help us record more episodes of the podcast you already love. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we enjoy doing it. That's the main thing. So do you have anything to add? I do. Bye-bye, Simon. I still don't know what a frigate is. (laughs) Well, perhaps we'll do that next week. Cheerio! Bye!